Welcome back to Extra Point right here on KDOS AM 1060. As always, follow along with us online at KDOS1060.com and with the KDOS 1060 app powered by Superbook Sports. It's time to pop on out to the KDOS hotline for NFL prop discussion. We're joined by Brian Lewis as we are every week. Pro Football Network. Follow all of the work over at PFNBetting.com. Brian, Bob and Kayla with you on this Friday. How are you? I'm great. How are you guys? We're doing well. Uh, certainly looking forward to week two and figuring out if we learned anything from week one. So let's first start there with a question just about how you approach things uh, in the prop market. You know, there's always overreaction Monday. There's always overreaction to week one. So how do you kind of, uh, I guess, balance all of that out with taking away some tangible data to say, hey, uh, these are things that I should look for and look into for week two? Yeah, you don't want to overreact too much to what you saw in week one. I mean, it's a very small sample size, and these teams, these players are more rusty to start the season than ever because of the shortened offseason, the shortened preseason, and you're seeing teams being more conservative than ever in the preseason. So you don't want to overreact too much. And uh, last night was a prime example. Dallas Goddard had his one target in zero catches in the Eagles' uh, season over against New England last night. They made a concerted effort to get him the ball. I believe he had six catches on seven targets uh, going over his top of uh, four and a half. Yeah, I want, usually I start with the last night, but I want to go back to Monday night instead. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers injury. How does that alter your season-long approach of the Jets' offense, and are there some props involving the Jets that you're interested in this week at Dallas? Yeah, um, Obviously, the value of taking the, the overs for the skill position guys took a major hit when you go from Aaron Rodgers to Zach Wilson, but maybe not to the degree that uh, conventional wisdom would say. I mean, Aaron Rodgers obviously is a big name, one of the best quarterbacks of all time, but he wasn't spectacular last season, so there's no guarantee where we're going to see the MVP version of Rodgers this year anyway. For a while, a better, much better version of himself than Zach Wilson that we know. The gap might not be as big as we would have thought, but at the same time, maybe they're going to be a little bit more run-heavy now. I mean, the concern with Brees Hall in terms of the season was coming off of that ACL injury that he suffered last season. But he looked really good on uh, Monday night, so maybe this, maybe the path you could take now if these Jets players drop is kind of uh, start hammering his overs. Brian Blue is Pro Football Network, pfnbetting.com, right here on KDOS AM 1060 in the Extra Points. All right, so here locally, the Arizona Cardinals, they're hosting the New York Giants. The Cardinals had six sacks on the Commanders last week. The Giants uh, might have some injury questions on their offensive line heading into this contest. We know what Daniel Jones is capable of doing when he is rushing the ball as a quarterback. So how do we feel about him in an over rushing yards this week? Yeah, it's at a 35-and-a-half right now. That's around where it was last week, I'm pretty sure, and their blowout loss against the Giants. But um, this one's a little trickier. I mean, he went over it last week, but they kind of had to use him in his legs. I mean, he had almost as many care, as many rushes as he did completions, but he's going against, no offense to um, your local audience out there, but a much worse defense than the Arizona Cardinals and the Dallas Cowboys. So, Maybe you don't have to use him as much on the ground, and he'll have four times to throw. Even like you said, the Cardinal pass rush was good last week, so I'll probably need under here if anything. And there's a juice on that right now. The under drafting is at a minus one twenty-five. No, no offense taken from the local fans. I'll speak yeah. for the local fans here. 
All right. Uh, Anthony Richardson really caught my attention last week. He was accurate. I thought he made good decisions. I didn't exactly see those things very often when he was at Florida. So any ideas of Richardson for this week against the Texans? Yeah, the Texans defense, I don't know if it looks more competent than we expected or the Ravens offense a little worse than we expected in this new yeah. top market offense. But they do have D'Amico Ryans as their head coach, one of the best defensive minds in uh, the NFL. And they have a pretty they have much more talent that's out of the ball than they have in years past. I know Will Anderson, a couple of veteran pickups in free agency like uh, Jimmy Ward, but in this one, I don't really know what the lead here. I mean, his what he, his uh, touchdown probably is one and a half. But the under is at minus two thirty eight. So it's definitely going to be a stay away from me. But maybe this week can make an effort to have him take less hits. I mean, we all saw that uh, hit the end of the game he took last week in garbage time. The guy didn't learn how to fly. There's only week one, and they're still down two scores at that point. So, but. I'm really staying away from taking any of this passing props this weekend on the road against Texas defense might be better than expected. Jordan Love, you know, he had a big game there against the Bears. Oftentimes, though, receivers that he hit were running wide open. You have the uh, questions, though, about Christian Watson. You have the questions about Aaron Jones here. So when you try to put all of that together, what do we make about Jordan Love and his numbers? And on the flip side of this with the Falcons, one, can they get the ball to Drake London? And two, we know what B. John Robinson is capable of doing out of the backfield. But how about him and 17 and a half reception yards? Yeah, for me personally, I'm going to avoid taking any props in Arthur Smith's skill position guy. You just never know with the Falcons. You never know how the use, their uh, usage, who's going to get the ball, how much they're going to throw. And I think this week is going to be a great example of that. They're going to get the Packers defense that was terrible against the run last year, and the Falcons are one of the best rushing offenses in the NFL. I'm not expecting Jordan Love to have as good of a day as last week, even though I do am pretty high on him, relatively speaking. Going at the much better defense in the Falcons and the Bears last week, who were pretty dreadful as they believed, and uh, he would be missing possibly both Aaron Jones and Christian Watson, the two best players on offense. So, in this one, I think the Falcons would keep the ball out of their hands and uh, leave the clock and run all over them. Yeah, the Detroit Lions running back situation. I know we touched about this a little bit last week after the Thursday night game, but Montgomery got the short yardage and fourth quarter work. Uh, you know, Jameer Gibbs, dynamic when given the opportunity. How do you try to negotiate the Lions running back situation against the Seattle defense, which may not be very good? Yeah, they're, they're, they're definitely not very good, and they might have been a little bit of a fluke last year. I mean, the Seahawks were one team that was high on going into this season, but I don't want to overreact too much to week one, but that's not starting to look good already. With uh, this running back situation in Detroit, I still just I think it's still up in the air the usage for Jameer Gibbs at the moment. I mean, as we saw last week, and I'm not sure if we have enough, strong enough indication to get the ball more for me to feel comfortable taking any of his props. But last week in the third end of season opener, I had on David Montgomery to score a touchdown because I figured he was replacing Jamal Williams in that role, and there's 17 rush touchdowns up for grabs. So if I was going to take any prop involving the running back, I'll just run it back to David Montgomery at um, minus 110. 
Brian Blue is Pro Football Network, pfnbetting.com, right here on KDOS AM 1060 in the extra point for the Bengals. Uh, they have this matchup upcoming against the Ravens, who have significant injuries, including injuries in the secondary here. I think it's fair to say that we're not really sure just how healthy Joe Burrow is with that calf injury. We also know that they struggled mightily as an offensive line uh, trying to block the Browns. The Browns is not the same as the Ravens, though, heading into this contest. So, do do we hop back on Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, or Tyler Boyd, Boyd here with some reception props? Yeah, I like this spot for the Bengals this week for them to bounce back after last week. I mean, I picked the Browns to win back. I picked the Browns with front last week. They dominated. That was never really in doubt. But I think they'll have much better luck this week against the a Ravens defense, like you said, has some key injuries in the secondary, and their pass rush is significantly worse than the Browns' pass rush. I mean, the Ravens were so thin at edge rusher that they signed Javion Clowney in the offseason. So I think the Bengals, even though they struggled against the defense last year, but they're going to be about Marlon Humphrey still and no Marcus Williams. I think they'll have a much better day throwing the football, and uh, I don't know the weather forecast is tonight at the moment, but if uh, it's if it's not unlike uh, last week where there's a ton of rain, I think uh, they'll have a bounce back performance and uh, just sort of chalk up last week to rush, weather, and going against really good defense. DJ Moore, uh, two targets last week in his first game with the Bears. Does the market present uh, as an opportunity this week? Uh, yeah, they're at Tampa, and Tampa, their pass defense last week in Minnesota was not good. It's not. It wasn't good, and DJ Moore's prop is really low at only 42.5 receiving yards of DraftKings. But Justin Fields isn't Kirk Cousins as a passer, and they're not going to throw the ball as much as uh, the Vikings did last week. So, for me, I'd be a little afraid to buy low on any of these uh, receiving props for the Bears because I'm still not totally in on their passing offense. There's, I don't, there's just too much risk for me in that to take any numbers. Brian Blewis, Pro Football Network, pfnbetting.com here on KDOS AM 1060 in the extra point. Uh, so you have to think that the Bills are going to play better than they did on Monday night. They are the more talented squad against the Raiders who are coming into town. Uh, you know, if you get out to a big lead, this theory potentially goes out the window. But for the Raiders, maybe there's a heavier dose of Josh Jacobs here to try and control the clock. And there was some success that the Jets had in week one rushing on the Bills defense and flip side of that here with Josh Allen trying to get the ball to Stephon Giggs or Gabe Davis, you know, taking advantage of that Ra- Raider secondary. Yeah, I think this be, I think the Bills are going to bounce back this week against the Raiders. I mean, not just win, but I think they'll cover as well. They, Josh Allen and the Bills, historically, they either lose really close games or blow teams out pretty much in these wins. They don't really win these close games. They usually don't play down to the competition for the most part, so if you believe in this Bills team, then this should, this should be this game where you start backing them and taking the over some of these player props because this is a good right spot for them, for sure. I want to jump back to the Packers for a minute. If Watson is out for a second straight game, does does uh, Romeo Dobbs have value at Atlanta? He could. I mean, his, his line is pretty low at 38-and-a-half, so he might be that next guy up. But it's kind of like a picture kind of a toss with him and Jaden Reed. I mean, they have the exact same yardage prop right now, 38 and a half yards. And I don't really I don't really have any data to go one guy over the other after just one week. So one of those mm-hmm. guys should hit. It's just a matter of picking which guy and picking the right guy. 
Uh, when it comes to the question marks for this Chargers squad, Joey Bosa on defense, Austin Eckler on offense. But if Eckler can't play, or even if he can in a limited capacity here, is there some consideration with Joshua Kelly uh, getting some carries and getting some yards on the ground? I would probably, I'd probably stay away, if anything, just because I think the way to attack this Titans defense is through the air, and you still have, and you have Justin Herbert, and you have all your wide receivers healthy, so. That's still the backbone of this team, the strength of this team, especially on offense. So I would probably lean more towards just like passing or receiving props over rushing because it should also be a close game, too. Mike Rabel and Titans are really good as underdogs, especially at home, and not even just against the spread, but straight up. So I think it's going to be a close one. And the Chargers will know on the pass Titans defense, it's going to be through the end. Yeah, last up for me, uh, let's go to Monday night, uh, one of the two games on Monday night. Kenny Pickett, Mr. Preseason, uh, was awful in week one against the 49ers. They lost to Yonche Johnson, the injury in that game. He's definitely not playing at least this week. Uh, might we look to go under in some of the Pittsburgh props uh, on Monday night against the Browns? Yeah, the only issue of going under is that you're going to be buying, is that uh, you're going to be selling high, if you will, because – they're coming off that terrible performance last week against the 49ers, and that's in the back of everybody's minds. I mean, it's, it's crazy. The NFL this time last week, we we're probably talking up the Pittsburgh Steelers offense based on what we saw in the preseason, but it's been a complete 180 in the narrative already after just one game. So if, if, they, had no, if they had a more favorable matchup, maybe that would be the right call to actually buy low. But they're going at the Browns defense, no matter what the best last week, minus the Cowboys. So it's really, I wouldn't want to too low, but I don't really see like a great buying opportunity here either. Uh, you know, are there a couple of plays here that you like? Anytime touchdown score, somebody with passing yards, somebody with rushing yards or receiving yards that we haven't talked about that you've uh, identified that you really like for this weekend? Yeah, I um, think the 49ers are going to roll with um, Brock Purdy really impressed me last week with his first game coming off of uh, the UCL injury on the road at Pittsburgh, and He's going against the L.A. Rams defense that, outside of Aaron Donald, I'm not sure you can name more than two guys on that defense. That his offense around is pretty healthy right now, especially the skill position players. And he looked as sharp as ever, and his line is only at a 237.5 right now. And I think this might be – I think the 49ers will win, and they could easily cover. Probably it's be a blowout necessarily because the Rams offense looks really good, even that super tough. So maybe look at some Brock Purdy pops of anything. Brian, as always, we appreciate your time. We look forward to catching up with you uh, next Friday and do it all over again. Thank you, guys. Once again, he is Brian Blewis there with Pro Football Network and follow all of their work over at pfnbetting.com.